0: This is the Chippewa Valley Sports Watch presented by Toys and Ford. Hello everyone, I'm Scott Montesano. So excited to have you join us on a program that highlights the sporting scene here in the Chippewa Valley. Hey, we cover everything and coming up this week, we'll discuss officiating. It's in the news nationally this week, but it's almost always in the news locally, regionally, and and even nationally on the high school level. We'll talk about that, but let's not waste any time. And before anything else, we have to round the bases locally. Yep, we're going to talk officiating, umpiring, refereeing, and all that in a little bit. But before we get to anything, let's set the stage here. Of course, we are in that sort of purgatory period, that, that limbo period. In the sporting landscape locally, winter sports are over with and spring sports want to get fired up, but they've yet to get going in earnest because of obviously the weather. People like uh, Robin Baker with UW-Eau Claire and the various school administrators around the region, uh, they've got to feel like a family matriarch trying to juggle the kitchen schedule around Thanksgiving. Because you've got things that were planned in the fall and and months ago for this time of the year. And they keep getting pushed back and reconfigured and rejiggered because of all of the weather delays that we have. I just saw something earlier today. There are some high school baseball games for some of the smaller schools that are starting to get going. They're moving games down to Mauston. Whitehall, I think Whitehall has a turf field so they're able to get some games in. I know River Falls has a turf field, so where you have turf, you're able to play baseball and softball. And in the case of U W O'Clair, if the if the temperatures were just to rise a little bit, they could play more lacrosse. You can play uh, lacrosse even in sub optimal sub optimal weather. In fact, they've already had one home game. Uh, have the blue gold. With their women's lacrosse team, they've got the turf at Simpson Field. So if you have turf, you're able to. But obviously, the vast majority of planned local sporting events uh, are are reliant on, uh, are even more reliant on the weather because of natural surfaces. Whether it is for uh, the girls' soccer teams that'll get going here soon, obviously golf, a lot of baseball and softball. Everybody kind of waiting. Events keep getting postponed and pushed further and further and and here's the thing everybody will say well it's it's spring in wisconsin it's spring in eau claire and and the spring sports schedule is always at the mercy and you are right the thing that's a little different this year as opposed to other years is the snow cover usually by now it it may still be cold but you usually don't still have the snow cover, and that's where the biggest issue comes in. Drive by a lot of baseball and softball fields, you still have plenty of snow cover that is there. And even as that snowpack goes down, and, and hopefully by the end of this week, you're seeing a lot more of the grass. In fact, uh, maybe those fields are, are, are void of snow by the end of this week. You still have to give it some time for the fields to completely dry out a a few days after that for it to dry out wind helps all I know is this yes it's all it's almost always cold but it feels like we're three weeks behind in terms of the fields getting ready now eventually we'll get into the into the rhythm of things but it is missed opportunities no games and whatnot and and seasons get delayed and seasons get pushed as we wait for golf and soccer and of course baseball and softball, even track and field needs to have the snow off of the uh, tracks. Uh, when you w- once we finally get going, you'll look at what we have to look forward to in the spring. lots of games, a lot of opportunities for people locally to get out and and see something or do something. Yeah, you, you, you already have that buddy. You and I know that buddy, or that neighbor, or that person in your neighborhood who's already going out into their front yard and, and practicing their golf swing. As soon as a golf course opens up in the area, even with a little bit of snow maybe in the rough area, they will be right out there and, uh, and slapping the ball around on a golf course. You're going to get those opportunities, but baseball and softball games locally will get going. The Blue Golds will eventually get to have softball and baseball games in the area. Uh, both baseball and softball are being are, are going to be uh, playing almost a professional schedule by the end of April, games almost every day if they want to get everything in. Uh, also looking forward to, in the spring, UWEC track will host their first meet in some 20 years. That'll be at the end of April, but Simpson Field will host a track meet, and the first time the National Championship Caliber Blue Gold Track and Field Program will host a meet in, uh, in about two decades. And, and remember, the whole renovation of Simpson Field, while many people are looking off in the distance at, the, uh, at football being played there in the not-so-distant future at this point. Uh, part of the renovation project was to get home track and field meets, and that will become a reality towards the end of the month, and that will also sort of lead into or be right around the same time period, uh, getting people excited, for the Eau Claire Marathon. We're about a month away from the Eau Claire Marathon. Second year that it'll have its uh, it's uh, second year it's going to have its redesigned course. that goes through more of downtown Eau Claire. We'll see how that goes uh, for the Eau Claire Marathon which just before the pandemic was really becoming one of the showpiece events for the area. One of the things that whether you participated in the marathon or did not participate weren't a runner weren't directly tied in it was becoming an area party and I know there was some of the enthusiasm last year I'm optimistic this year it's going to start to really get that true momentum back that it was building before the pandemic but we've got the marathon to look forward to and again we talk high school we talk college but youth baseball youth softball youth soccer all of those things getting going here in April. So while everything has been sort of delayed to the point that on Sunday of this week when the temperatures were in the mid 50s, everybody in the neighborhood was already out. Uh, people have got the ca- people have such bad cases of cabin fever that they're walking right into their front door, you know, from the inside trying to get out. Okay, people are so excited they're banging their head into their door on their way out. Just because things have been delayed, by the end of this month, we're going to be in full bloom with so many things. And there is still one winter thing that is really going on, and that is the Chippewa Steel, who look like they are a lock right now to make the North American Hockey League playoffs. Looks as though there will be playoff hockey in this area at the end of April. And as I've mentioned before, even though you're going to have some nice nights in April, and you get some cold nights as well, but the thing about hockey playoff hockey for minor league level teams and teams like that that i've always noticed is it let's say it's the end of april and we have a 59 60 degree day in the chippewa valley you want to get out of the house but it doesn't mean you want to spend all night outside you want to get out of the house you want to do something and oddly enough you may find your way into a hockey rink to walk a watch a big playoff game it's just the way it works It'll be fun to see the Steel get some home playoff games, barring a collapse over the last two weeks. And not only a collapse, but a couple... They would need two or three other teams to go on a heater to catch them as well. Barring really weird things happening, the Steel will be in the playoffs. Now, of course, all of this, all of this, the track and field, the baseball, the softball, the Steel, all of this needs officiating. And when we return, thought this would be a great time to talk about this because we don't have a lot of specific things to discuss this week. I've been holding back on this. When we come back, I touch on some very strong beliefs that I have. We routinely, as sports fans, are shouted at in the face by well-intentioned, but also I think sacrilegious types telling us about officiating shortages and the such at the high school and youth sports level. Well, I'll address that next here on the Chippewa Valley Sports Watch presented by Toyson Ford. Hi, this is Craig Toyson. And at Toyson Ford, whether it's buying a new vehicle or having your current one repaired, we take customer service very seriously. And a big part of that is making sure that we have the same familiar faces each and every time you visit. We take great pride in the longevity of our staff, and it shows in the kindness and the good care we give each of our customers. But don't take our word for it. Read our reviews online and ask anyone with a Toyson sticker on the back of their car. They'll gladly tell you why you'll find a friend at Toyson Ford. Looking ahead, by the way, we've got a few more episodes of the Chippewa Valley Sports Watch that will run through May before we take the summer off. Still uh, some things to touch on in the upcoming weeks. Uh, Going to look to try to get somebody on from that new uh, adult amateur football team, the O'Claire Cowboys, looking to get somebody on from the uh, local soccer team, Bateau FC, and, of course, talk some O'Claire uh, Express as well. Well, as I mentioned before the, the break, Going to talk officiating, and officiating is one of those things of uh, refereeing and umpiring, whatever you want to call it, varies by sport, that everybody has an opinion on. Whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, whether you lean to the right, lean to the left, whether you like pizza or whether you're somebody who completely avoids carbs, uh, whether you're a huge country music fan or somebody that likes death metal, nothing unites us more in this country than disagreeing about an umpire or a referee's call and that was seen on a national level a great case study with the ncaa women's basketball championship game that went on sunday if you were at all on social media or even if you were just out and about and you were watching the game with some friends and a lot of you did great numbers for that lsu iowa game Everybody had their opinion on the officiating and, and, and the calls that were made and the non-calls that were made. And, and with my background, having worked a number of years in Des Moines, Iowa, I've got a lot of buddies, a lot of people down there, a lot of friends, a lot of colleagues and all of that. Oh, they were barking up and down about the officiating on Sunday. I, too, on Saturday, I was, I was at a uh, I yelled at a television at an umpire's call during my, my beloved Yankees game against the, the Giants, we all yell at officials. We all do. Every single one of us. Some of us outwardly yell. Sometimes we, we maybe keep it inside and pound a fist in the table or whatever. It's what we do as a society is yell at officials. All right, And quite frankly, we don't like the people we deem in charge. It's the way it is. It's 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 no different it's, it's why people gather at a in an office break room or they, they gather at five o'clock happy hour and whether they, they 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 like their supervisor or not, everybody has a gripe about their supervisor or their boss or the person that is dictating what is happening. We just do not like people that are in charge of our life to some extent. Right, Think about it. You get mad or you've gotten mad at an invisible person you've come up with in your head when you hit a stoplight. You hit a stoplight and you're upset about some invisible force that stopped that light, that stopped you. Officials, referees and what have you, officials in sports, when you notice them, it's typically because they are stopping your flow towards happiness. And we can go deeper into that. You know, they're, they're, they're impeding your progress moving forward. And I'll add, now I'll add this. Yelling at an official is like yelling at squirrels. You yell at an, you yell at squirrels in your backyard, the squirrels are just going to run around. They're not going to stop or anything. You yell at the squirrels, nothing happens. You yell at the officials, and nothing happens. The only thing that really occurs when you yell at squirrels or you yell at officials is that if you do get noticed, it's usually not a good thing. If you're in your backyard yelling at squirrels and a, no- and a neighbor notices you, it's a little embarrassing. And the same thing, if you're yelling at an official, you're yelling at an official, at one point, even if you're being egged on by a few people, at one point it becomes embarrassing. Nothing's going to happen to that official that is at least going to be satisfying to you. Nothing at all is going to happen that's going to satisfy you. The only thing that could happen is you end up getting embarrassed. Won't change anything. If you do it too oddly, you'll get noticed and not in a good way. That brings us to what I wanted to discuss here. For a while now, though, all this upset about officials and whatnot, for a while now, you and I, though, have been bombarded with guilt-trip-inducing messaging on what is being reported as a decrease in available officials for sports, a variety of sports at levels below pro and college. Now for the sake of moving this conversation forward, that is where we'll focus on the high school and the lower levels for officiating because the pros and the college is a whole different thing. Those are well compensated officials. Those are officials that have gone up through the system and all of that. And it's much different. You're at a college or a pro game and you're yelling at an official as opposed to being in some metal bleachers somewhere yelling at, you know, with, with maybe 100 people yelling at an official. It's a whole different thing. So all of that stuff I was talking about with LSU and Iowa and that game and when you're yelling at a TV, when you're watching the Packers or anything like that, that is a different sort of discussion of what we're going what I'm going to discuss right now. Now again, for the sake of going forward, that's what we're going to discuss. But for a while now, you and I have been bombarded with guilt trip inducing messaging that oh, there's all the there's this officiating shortage at the high school level. And there is some, actually there is a lot of argument for that that there is a shortage in officials. We see ads on television produced by the WIAA that tells us, hey, get in the game, we're losing officials. The WIA is pumping out uh, messaging to media outlets about there's a decrease in officials. We need people to become officials. There are various reporters tweeting things out, local reporters, regional, national reporters, pretty much telling you and I, hey, stop your complaining, get out there and do something. Stop your complaining. If you keep stop complaining and chasing these officials away. And I remember even Real Sports, HBO's great uh, sports investigative journalism vehicle. Real Sports maybe about a year ago did a story on the decrease in the number of youth officials and how some officials feel threatened when they are out on the field, high school officials, youth officials, and the such High school associations are struggling to fill positions. They are. As some people retire, few are getting in, and those that do don't last as long as maybe prior generations. The whole idea, though, that there's a decrease in the officials is all based, is all laid on the lap on you and I, or... It's all laid on the lap of us Arguing it's entirely on the behavior of the fans That that is why you're seeing a decrease in officials It's entirely 100% based On the behavior of fans That fan behavior is what is chasing away people From wanting to officiate a JV soccer game Or officiate a high school hockey game And yes, you and I have seen the occasional video that pops up. There was a video that went viral a couple weeks ago. An umpire at a high school baseball game somewhere likely down south quit mid-game because he'd had enough of the catcalls that were coming from the stands. Well, I'm not here to say umps and officials at the high school and lower levels don't get the occasional catcall, that they're not occasionally called out from fans, from coaches. But let's be honest here at the same time. Let's be honest. This is this is not running through Twitter and, and cherry picking a video you see. One, and this is from somebody who's been out there. One, it's not a plague. It's not an epidemic. I refuse to I refuse to to accept that despite the I think, honestly, biased reporting that has said so. It's not a plague, it's not an epidemic that this is happening all the time that fans are not treating officials with respect at these high school games. And when it does happen, there's a, there's a call at a basketball game, for instance. It's quickly muffled out. All right, maybe one fan stands up and goes, hey, what are you looking at there? But it doesn't go on beyond that. and It's not personal. I think back to a high school basketball game I was at a f- couple months ago was calling a mondovi Durand basketball game and it was a you know it, it was a game in which the officials in the second half made, made their presence known. they, they, they were making you know, they were they were teeing some players up and stuff like that. The, 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 the officials were making themselves part of the game. and at one point both coaches kind of got into the face of the officials and all that and the crowd was kind of riled up. And you would hear the occasional person stand up in the stands, some dad or whatever, and they'd point the official and go, ah, you're doing a bad job. But it all quickly gets muffled out. Parents start looking at somebody else and go, hey, don't, don't do that. Or sort of the quiet, sort of everybody stares at the person and goes, eh, you know, enough of that. And let's not make it sound like it's an every game thing not make it sound like it's an every game thing where people are yelling at the officials every single game at this high school level two so one i don't think it's this is not going on every single game two the shortage i honestly believe for high school officials and lower is that the job isn't being advertised in the right way the only advertising they do is basically this guilt trip advertising both in paid advert both in paid spots, but also in the messaging they're trying to push out to reporters to report on. Hey, you know, all these people all these people complain and all that. And we're, we're just not going to even have little Timmy and little Julie be able to play sports because we don't have officials. People have scared off all the officials. I think the shortage has more to do that you're not advertising the job right. Stop the guilt trip advertising and start talking about why somebody should be an official and giving and giving back is last on that list because if they don't if they're not pushing the guilt trip they're trying to push the give back to the community aspect which i think is fine that's an extra validation for somebody to sign up to do something but you've got to give people a real call to action to sign up to become an official and number one i think be honest the pay is good To be a high school official, to do JV games, to do even 13, 14, 15-year-old sports, it's a pretty solid side gig. You're not going to get rich doing it, but what what are you going to do that does make you get rich? It's a pretty decent side gig, and if you do end up doing it for a few years, you can make some pretty decent scratch doing this. The pay is good. Number two, exercise and a way to be involved in the game. If you like playing baseball growing up, umpire. If you like playing basketball, you can be a referee, football, all that. It's a great way to be involved physically in the game. Number 3. I would push the fact again, the pay is good. I go back to that. The pay is good. If you don't think 60, 70, 100 bucks a game and some places pay more. 60, 70, what 100 bucks a game isn't good. Well, then you don't value money and that is a problem in our society where people are overvaluing themselves and trying to pay off a debt in one month. The pay is good. I would I would hype up the fact the pay is good. And last on what I would promote, you aren't perfect, but if you're a competitive person, you'll work at it. Will you get yelled at? Sure. But more coaches and administrators, will be nice to you. The bad ones will end up standing out. But in the end, you get paid to do this. And that brings me to my final point on this officiating thing. So as we've touched, uh, let's go back to that. Is there a shortage? Yeah, there's a shortage. But I don't think it has to do with what I think has been a grossly overrepresentation of events, I think it has more to do with the fact that they don't advertise it in the right way, becoming an official and doing that. I also don't think, by the way, if you're, a, it's, it's human nature to get upset at those that are, again, sort of in charge, that something that's already uncontrollable to you You don't like somebody showing elements of control. You do not control the outcome of your team winning or losing if you're a fan. No matter how many times you wear that lucky pair of underwear. You do not control it. And when an official makes a call that does not benefit you, there's somebody that you feel is in control and you're going to be upset. It's a natural thing to do. And when you get to the high school level and lower, you don't see as much of the yelling from the stands. But occasionally somebody's going to stand up in that frustration. They see their kid getting hosed on a call or whatever is going to come through. But I think the crowds themselves self-police. Again, we can have a whole other show on fan behavior and all that. Now, if you want to start telling me, Scott, I know this story and that story, I'm not saying it never exists. And it should never happen where a fan, a high school dad, follows an official out into the parking lot. Absolutely. That should never happen. All right? But we're talking in the generality right here. And it brings me to my final point, and the thing that I don't think any of you see coming in this. This is where I get after some of my friends in the media who, again, retweet those passive-aggressive things to you and I, telling people about the official shortage, and it's it's your fault we don't have officials. It's your fault. Passive-aggressive tweets. And I will tell all of my media brethren that do those this. Stop tweeting and start doing something. Stop tweeting thinking you're above it all. And with that, I'm happy to say that Scott Montesano... Starting here in a couple of weeks Is an umpire In local JV baseball That is true Scott Montesano for the first time In his life is going to be an umpire I signed up last fall I've got uh, about 10 games I'm signed up for around the area I'm going to be a JV umpire Here this spring For a uh, few weeks I'm looking forward to it. I've been doing all this online video, video watching, got all the equipment to be a uh, high school umpire, got the got the mask and everything, bought all the, uh, the uniform material. I'm looking forward to it. I am going to be a JV umpire. I'm not going to lie to you either. I am nervous because I know a lot of the rules of baseball and what have you, but you start going through all the case books and you have to kind of memorize a lot of stuff and you're always going to be a little nervous that you're going to be out there and you know something's going to happen or whatever. And baseball is a little bit more complicated with rotations for where the umpires go, but I'll figure it out. I'm excited to, to learn and get good at it, make a few extra dollars. I am doing this to make a little extra money and be involved in the game. That is the reason I'm doing it. I'm not doing it because I'm special. I'm not doing it because of any type of advertising. I'm not doing it because I feel it's it's... Specific responsibility. I'm doing because I'm going to get paid. And it looks like it's going to be fun. I remember a few months back. I was having uh, a few months back. The wife of of a local official. Got in my face. This is a person that does. I think they've done softball, football, basketball. They've done a bunch of sports. And this guy's wife got in my face. Because I was saying my belief is that we don't advertise officials the right way. And I was saying all this stuff where I don't think there's this, this epidemic of people yelling at officials like you may hear. And she said to me in a very condescending way, well, how are you helping? And I crowed right back at her that I was signing up. I was signing up to be an umpire. She didn't have a comeback for that. There is no comeback for that. So I argue to all of you and I tell all of you out there right now, sign up. Sign up to become an official. It's, it used to be hard to sign up in this state to be an official. You you could not go online. You'd try to go online. They'd give you a f- bunch of phone numbers. You'd be calling some random guy in his cell phone. That was just a couple years ago. I've tried before. Now it's super easy to sign up to become an official. The WIAA has made it super easy now online. You pick a sport, any sport. Ease yourself in. You know, call lines at volleyball. You know, you do, well, I don't know anything about volleyball. Well, you that might be one of the easiest ones. You'll call the lines. Hey, was it in? Was it out? Do something like that. Or hey, get into football. Get into basketball. Get into baseball, softball. They need officials for almost anything. They need people to stand on the sidelines at cross country meets. Sign up. Get involved. You'll make a little extra money. I think that's, I think that's the cool thing, about uh, about all of this. So get yourself signed up to become an official. I'm, signing up or have signed up don't think you're going to be perfect don't think you're not going to get yelled at but who cares if you get yelled at by somebody they're not really yelling at you personally yeah they don't like your call but they're more upset over the fact that you are providing just another hurdle or whatever if it was a if it was a bang bang play at second base and you thought the person was out and you call them out and little timmy's parents in the stands aren't happy with that or the 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 team that little Timmy Zahn's not happy with it, they're upset at your call. They're not upset at you. You have provided another hurdle preventing them from from winning. Something that again is out of their control that you control, so they're going to be upset at you. Don't don't think as an official they have people are going to have to bend down on their knees to be happy with you. Absolutely not. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Chippewa Valley Sports Watch back in a couple of weeks with another installment. Until then, this is Scott Montesano saying there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Make sure to take advantage of it. Until next time, so long, everybody.